WandaVision, it's me. Wanda, is that really you? <laughs> yeah, I've changed. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, you sound just like the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Probably laugh like it too, you know. Why did why, why do they always <laughs> <Yeah>. make witches? <laughs> I think it's that iconic cackle from Margaret Hamilton in The Wizard of Oz, really. It's got to be. Hey, speaking of The Wizard of Oz, uh, you you are huge into that. Did you know that uh, uh, um, Fathom Events is putting on The Wizard of Oz on the, on the big screens in the days ahead? Stop! Really? It, it is, and my I'm wife and kidding, I I'm have gotten our tickets. Of course, of course, I know. Oh, you do good, good. I, I'm going Monday. You are. The, see, that's that's a whole. That's yeah. awesome. That's exactly yeah, when we're going Monday night. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's so fun on the big screen, and I love it. I just I can never get enough of that. We've never seen it on the big screen. Ooh, you are in for a treat. It's good. really, really fantastic. I mean, all movies are better on the big screen, but especially when you can see one that is as fantastical and where the fantasy is so on overdrive and the color is so surreal and beautiful and enticing and mm, all those effects that that still hold you know all those practical effects before there was anything digital or computer available and everything still works so well you know 85 plus years later so is it going to look like an old movie or have they have they gone in there digitally and fixed it up a bit They've not fixed anything. I mean, the, all they did was en enhance the transfer. So there's like the, the 4K version, the 8K version, where they go back to the original film cell and update it, um, just transfer it like digitally and, and clean up like any, um, you know, dust or things like that. But there, it, nothing has, has been changed. The only thing that was done a while ago, I think about 15 years ago now, was the um, the... 3D version. So oh. they did make a 3D version, but that you know didn't change anything to the integrity of the film, and didn't really make anything pop out. It more like add depth to the backgrounds and things. And it was mm. very well done. And I went uh, and I visited Warner Brothers and the, the lot and the studio to see how they did that. I walked through the rooms and looked at the film cells and all of the technology that made that happen and it was so well done wow now lee and i got into a big discussion about what did it used to be a thanksgiving thing where it was on every single year because she remember, she remembers seeing it with her father several different times yeah it was you know it, it started in i think it was november 3rd 1956 was its first tv broadcast and then it became an annual tradition and it did move around a few times okay. it was the fall it was thanksgiving for a while sometimes it was closer to the other holidays um, sometimes it was more like early fall, but there were several Thanksgiving times that it, that it was on over the years. And that's really, I think, what turned it into the beloved classic and the most seen film, one of the most seen films of all time, is because, you know, in a time before we had the ability to uh, just stream anything to walk around with digital copies of anything in the palms of our hands, you know, um, or even prior to that, before VHS tapes and DVDs, mm -hmm. you know, where you could watch things anytime you wanted to. Disney was wise. They would release movies on DVD or, or VHS and they put them in the vaults. And if you didn't buy it when it was out in stores and they were sold out, you'd have to wait till uh, someone died and left you a copy or <laughs> they put it on sale again. But The Wizard of Oz, you know, it's like you, could, you had to wait once a year to watch it and you couldn't pause it and you couldn't rewind it. And so I remember sitting there trying so hard not to blink at like, you know, six years old, seven years old, eight years old, 
screaming if anybody tried to talk while it was on and not during a commercial break. So excited <laughs> to want to take in. And then right away going and putting the record on afterward and closing my eyes and trying to imagine it all over again. And it just lived through it. So, you know, there's something spectacular and there's something that, you know, younger generations won't experience about entertainment that way. I guess it's like if you go and see a Broadway show in New York and if it doesn't tour and if you want to see it again, you got to get back and see it again, you know. But that that real hunger for wanting to see something that you can't see, you yeah. know. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's talk movies and television shows. Fire Island. Where, where's this at in? Who is it? This is Hulu, and it is written and st- written by and starring Joel Kim Booster, who is a very funny up-and-coming comedian and actor, and it's semi-autobiographical. It's also loosely based on Pride and Prejudice. It's directed by oh, Andrew Ahn. You can see my interview with them later today on my website. Uh, and what I love about this is perfectly timed for Pride Month. So it's a fun, romantic comedy that is... Uh, Fire Island is a real place. It's sort of a, the gay haven hot vacation spot in the southern shores of Long Island, New York. Oh, wow. And I lived in New York for 13 years in Manhattan, and I never went there. I had friends that would go every summer, and it was like the thing to do. It's like well, the groups of gay guys would just, you know, they'd get on the boat and go over to Fire Island and spend wow. a week there, rent a house. And it's like the big thing to do. But I just, that was something I never, I was always so busy. I never had time off work, never able to do it. But from the stories I heard from friends, this movie is very true to what, what it's like over there. It's just a big party all week long. Everybody gets, seems to get along and have fun. But what I loved about this is, Joel Kim Booster, so it's autobiographical, it's his life, and in, in real life, he's one of his best friends is Bowen Yang from Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. And so he co-stars in the film, as does Margaret Cho and some other recognizable people, Conrad Rickamora, who I loved on uh, How to Get Away with Murder, and also from Broadway, and he's fantastic, and a bunch of other great, great cast in here, and they show this reality so while it's funny it also shows something that i hadn't seen depicted before but i totally identify with which is the way that gay people or people i should say in the lgbtqia plus community who will sometimes oppress themselves and each other when there aren't others around to oppress them you know Mm. so even though they're a marginalized or i should say we are a marginalized as i'm as i'm a member of this community we're a marginalized community but we still um have shades of classism, racism, homophobia even within our own community. So it's very interesting to see that. And I think that a lot of mainstream audiences don't necessarily know that about the, the this community. So it's a very, very good movie. I liked it. It's streaming on Hulu. So if you've got Hulu, check it out. Fire Island. Watcher. What is this all about? This looks like a scary one. Watchers rated R. It's in theaters today. And it's about a married couple who moved to Romania and th- into an apartment and there are no window treatments. And across the way, there's a creepy guy looking out the window. So mm. there's the watcher. And this couple, he's got a job and he speaks the language. She isn't working and doesn't speak the language. And she has this great sense of loneliness, obviously, and isolation that sort of sets in. And then this this guy's, you know, creeping across the wind, across the way. And then you start hearing that locally there's a serial killer on the loose who's targeting and hunting women alone in apartments. So, of course, she's like on the verge of a breakdown. But is she paranoid or is she legitimately uh scared for her safety and and the movie does a really good job at, at not really cluing you into which of those two things she is and until the end of course mm. and then um 
you know, it's just it's it's good. It's a little not that it's not as suspenseful as it could be. It also has some problem, some lack of character development. It's a little bit one note and it staggers a little bit. But I did like the ending. So while Watcher is in theaters, I'm recommending you could wait to stream it. Oh, I, see, I like movies like that that play with your mind. But at the same time, there's got to be a payoff somewhere because you know, yes. we've invested so much time just sitting there. There is. Yeah, there is a payoff. I like the ending, but the way getting there it should have been stronger and should have given us a little bit more and been a little bit more suspenseful even. And so that's why I'm saying, eh, watch it it at home, you know? I I am shocked that there's a season three of The Boys. I thought they wrapped things up, man. The way that things, yeah, I I thought just by the way that season two ended, okay, we're done. No, no. Aren't you a huge fan of the show? Of course I am. Huge. I mean, like, I love this show. And I was like, this was, you know, we had a season in 2019, 2020. I think we would have had one in 2021. We're getting it now. Um and you know it was postponed because of the pandemic and so here it is and it is every bit as good it's like it just picks right up from where the last oh, one man. went off there's gonna be they're already filming the fourth season um but this season season three is as good as ever and you know what i love about this show is it's it's a great superhero show but it's really for people who don't even like superheroes yeah you know for people who don't like the genre it's like you talk to someone like you know someone i'm like they don't like superhero movies and i'm like well this is a show for you because it's really not about that you know how that theme of sometimes the people it's like this is a theme of wicked the musical sorry for my my predictable reference here but um that theme of where you think you know glinda's the good person and the wicked witch is the bad person but then you watch the show and you realize oh wow actually Alphaba, the bad witch, was the good person. Glinda was kind of uh, nasty. And, you know, uh, the boys kind of plays with that same theme where the people that you think are good aren't necessarily the good guys. They could be the bad guys. So the boys here, you know, are a group of anti-heroes who are working to expose these very corrupt superheroes that are running the place, right? And I love that it's so violent. Like I, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, it's, it it's funny to feel those words, to taste those words coming out of my my mouth. I love the violence, but here's the thing about the violence: it's heightened, it's creative, it's done in such a gory way that's so heightened that it's almost comical. Um, but but interesting to see, you know, and it's very interesting to, that I'm even processing it this way. But but it's different. It's a very it's very creatively done, and and you'll understand what I what I mean if and when you ever check out the boys. Arrow. You know what I'm talking about. I, I do, I um, do, and, and I'm such a fan. I'm, I'm, we were part of the big premiere, and we're, we're every the, of the very first season where everybody's going the what, the what, the what. I mm-hmm. ha- I to this day I still have my ten foot step and go uh, huge. This 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 is thing uh, that promotes the boys. And what happened is is that everybody cool. who attended the premiere signed this thing. They went to the other ah. side of it and signed it. So I mean, all of these people that were at the premieres, uh, their signatures are still there. No way! Yeah, you have yeah. to cherish that. That is amazing. Will you take a picture of that and text it to me? I, I will. I will. That's that's what. You, and it was just one of those things where it was like it was so hard to convince people that this was the show to watch. And and then yeah. and now look at where it is right now. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends that love it, and I'm so excited because I love talking about it. I love that other people are enjoying it, and it's a fantastic show. I mean, it's it's very adults, you know, adult themes. Yeah. But um, for those of us who can, it's great. Wow. All right, so let's let's talk about RyanJReviews.com. You said you've got interviews coming up today from Fire Island. That I mean, I mean we li- we live in the streaming world, so today to somebody is probably 2 years from now, but but still they, they, they... Well, it's probably like around noon time that I get that posted on my website so you can check out my interviews there. Um and then uh next week I'm going to not talk to you because I'm going to be in LA. Yeah. And I'm attending Judy Garland's 100th birthday party. What what would have been her 100th birthday party? Wow. It's going to be a really really 
really great event. They're, they're going to have a lot of Judy Garland things there. I was invited by her children, Liza Minnelli, Lorna, and Joey Luft, and about 300 people there, and it's a red carpet experience, but also a great party and the unveiling of the limited edition Judy Garland fragrance, um, which really? will be available soon at judygarlandfragrance.com. Um, and I and just to see other other friends from the Oz community that I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm very, very excited. Do you think Renee Zellweger will show up? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think anyone that really knew or cared about Judy um, appreciated that depiction, really. Right, right, right. Wow. Okay, so RyanJReviews.com next week. Here, but you got you to do some, create, create some sounds. I, I, I want to hear the sounds of you being out there. Are you going to post stuff like that? Oh, for sure. I will definitely be posting while I'm out there, probably um, at Ryan J Reviews on Instagram and on my Facebook, uh, Ryan J Reviews slash uh, Facebook.com slash Ryan J Reviews if you follow me on any of those social. Uh, and then I will be also bringing back footage with me for television. Nice. So there will be stuff on my website uh, as well. Nice. Well, go get your TV makeup on, man. I think you're on here very soon, right? I am. Thank you so much, Harrow, and we'll talk again. <laughs> Bye, guys.